Now, we are talking about understanding the will of God, and that is because it's a direct instruction in the word of God. Paul said, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of God is. That's Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17. It is not just something we obey, it's something we understand. And we have been looking at the fact that the will of God has um, a general one that applies to everybody. If let me just emphasize this again. The first and general will of God for the whole of mankind is that everyone is saved and comes to the knowledge of the truth that is found only in Christ Jesus. Let me repeat it again. If you have not given your life to Christ, if you are not a committed Christian following the word of the Lord Jesus Christ, living a life that is pleasing to him, that is the first thing. You give your life to Christ. What does it mean to give my life to Christ? It's simply to say, Lord, I give you my life. From now on, I become your disciple. What happens when you do that is that your sins are forgiven. You are washed by the precious blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross of Calvary. He washes away all your sins, washes away all the ancestral curses, removes the consequences of previous iniquities that you committed, and then you begin to be his own and you begin to walk as a disciple. That's what it means. Now, the general will of God for every Christian is sanctification. We have already seen that. Paul said, this is the will of God, your sanctification. What is sanctification? It means to walk in holiness and walk away from sin. And we said it's only when we are doing the general will that we can be in a position to receive the specific will. The specific will does not exist in the life of somebody who is not doing the general will. So, Ezekiel, we've been reading, he now said that there are a number of things that people must ensure is not in their lives if they want the specific will of God to come forth and manifest in them. Let me quickly interrupt again and say, the specific will of God is something that manifests itself. It's not something you must find out. Let me tell you something. You will find out that things are happening in your life that you did not plan, and they are in exact accordance with God's design for your life, and that is because the Spirit of God begins to work in you and make those things happen. So what you are doing is to put yourself in that particular position. So back to what I was saying. So how do we do that? If we are going to ensure that we are in that position, Ezekiel explained to us that one, we must be reunited back to God. I've explained that. And he said we must remove the idols from our hearts. I will talk about that today. And then he said we must remove before our eyes the stumbling block of our iniquity. I talked about it last time. Now the idea about this whole thing is that we don't walk in the sin that we know. And if we are not walking in that sin, then the will of God can work itself in our lives. So if somebody comes to me and says, Pastor Banky, please, which person should I marry? I will say, just ensure that you conduct yourself in righteousness towards the opposite sex. If you are in church, make sure, like, like Paul wrote to Timothy, treat the younger women as sisters. Treat them as just your own blood sister. Relate with them properly. Do you understand? And if you do all of these things, you will eventually find out one day that you will have married the person that really God wants you to marry. If God has to bring that girl all the way from Jamaica, he will. If he has to take you to Jamaica to go and meet her, he will. So don't worry about it. It is about it. Your ability to discern the will of God is not how much you know how to pray. Your ability to discern the will of God is not how much of the varieties of tongues that you speak. Your ability to discern the will of God is not whether you are spiritually keen so you can hear the Holy Spirit when he's talking to you. Let me tell you something. If your heart is right... When the Holy Spirit wants to talk, you will hear. And if you don't hear, he will shout louder. If your heart is right. I want you to understand that. When the heart of Samuel was right, God spoke to him. Samuel was confused. He didn't know what was going on. God spoke until he heard. Do you follow what I'm saying? When Moses was so busy that the Holy Spirit couldn't talk to him, 
Holy Spirit knows said no problem. I know what I'm going to do. I will set a bush to burn, and that will attract him, he will hear. If Holy Spirit wants to talk, he knows how to persuade you to hear. The main reason why people can't hear is simply because they don't want to hear. And why can't they hear? Because of sin, because of iniquity. They don't want the Holy Spirit to talk to them. So you see young men, because of the business they are doing, they won't go to church. Because they know when they go, Holy Spirit will say, stop this business. It is iniquity. You see a young woman, she knows the relationship is not right, so she will not go to church. Because once she enters, Holy Spirit will say, don't go continue with that relationship. And those are the reasons why we can't hear. If indeed our hearts are right, we don't have to pl- learn how to hear. He will talk in the manner by which he understands that you will know. I'm emphasizing again. Let's not worry so much about how do I hear my spirit. How don't I hear my spirit. Concern yourself by how do I obey the general will of God. So we have seen it. Take away from our eyes the stumbling block of iniquity. Then also, the one I want to emphasize is say, remove the idols from your hearts. What are idols? Idols are the things that we have lifted up in our hearts against the true knowledge of God. If God says one thing, we have ideas and opinions that counteract what God is saying. That is an idol. Let me give you a very practical example about this matter of marriage again. Sometimes people have idols in their hearts. They will say that, uh, my, my, I want my husband to come from here. Why? I've heard it before. The men there know how to take care of their wives. Of the billions of men on this earth, are those the only people that know how to take care of their wives? And let me say something to you. If you're a Christian, there are statements you don't make. Otherwise, God will be particularly displeased with you. He said, give offense neither to Jews or to Gentiles or to the church of God. What does that mean? God does not recognize the divisions of mankind beyond these three things. Either you're a Jew or a Gentile or you're a member of the church of God. What matters to you when you want to pray? Is he a good husband or a husband that comes from there? People come sometimes with a lot of ideas. The people who ask what is the will of God, they've made up their mind. They don't say it outwardly, but they've made up their minds in their hearts. The will of God is a man that is rich when I meet him. It's what the Bible calls an idol. A good husband will come today, he will go tomorrow. And that one will come, he will go. But they cannot descend the will of God. Why? They have an idol in their heart. When he was coming, do you know he came with public transport? And this is what it is. You're talking about a man, by God's message, you'll be married to for the next 60 years. And you're worrying about whether he has a car today or he does not have. Forgetting that the one that came with the car today, that is the last car it's possible that he will ever own. No, this is a matter of fact. Somebody was saying the other day, he says uh, he, he knows girls who those days, they married men because they could buy them a 190. Why did they marry this man? Because he bought them a Benz 190. You know what a Benz 190 is? He said the only problem is that that is the only car they've owned since that time till today. There are friends who married people who came with uh, ordinary, came with bike. Those ones have changed cars two, three, four, five times since then. But they married a man because he bought a Benz 190. And since that time, that brother was writing, till today, that is the only car they ever owned. And people don't realize this thing. Please don't be foolish. That's what Paul said. Understand what the will of God is. Do not walk as unwise. Sometimes you see people, they say they are praying, I want my wife to come from this village so that my mother will like the person. As if you are marrying for your mother, you are right. Your mother is going to die in the next 20 years if she lives very long. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Uh-huh. That is the, from there. So, and you, let's assume God blesses you, live to old age. You still have 40 years when your mother is not there. Forget even why she's alive, Seth. Are you going to live in the same house? For goodness sake. That's what the Bible calls idols. Idols are the things that lift up themselves in our hearts against the written and recorded knowledge of God. If God says, for example, I cause prosperity to flow towards you like a river and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream. That means that I can bless you anywhere you go in the world. I can bless you in Nigeria. I can bless you in America. 
I can bless you if you, even if you're in Ghana. I can bless you if you're in um, Eastern Europe. Anywhere. And so when we are going to pray, therefore, we understand it so our hearts are open and we are free. If God says, stay in Nigeria, I stay there. If it's okay, I want you to leave Nigeria now and go over to Mali. You are willing to go because you understand the will of God. The will of God tells you the blessing of God can flow towards you anywhere. So you remove that idol. So at the end of the day, if God leaves you in Nigeria, fine. If within Nigeria, I say, stay here, stay there. You don't, you are not bothered. You know wherever you are, the blessing of God can come to you there. That's what it means when we're talking about somebody understanding the will of God. That's how you remove the idols from your heart. You understand? Idols are formed by when we look at other people, the way they've done things, the way they went, and you know, they produce what we want to produce in life. I want to follow their path, forgetting that there are paths that men have not yet treaded, that God may want to use to bring you to your own place. So what do you do if you want to know the will of God, therefore? Make sure there are no idols in your heart. And God will find it easy to reveal his perfect will in your life. I hope you've gotten my point. You have just listened to a radio message by Pastor Banky. More of this and other messages are available from our website, kwm.com.ng. To contact us, write us at radiosermons at gmail.com. And do not forget to do your part in spreading the kingdom of God by sharing this message with someone else. Thank you for listening. I may the fruit of this world blossom in your life.